It's very simple to be happy, and I know everyone here wants to be happy. The easiest way to be happy is to give. Number one rule of entrepreneurship, stay in business. Once you shift the paradigm and trust the universe, you can realize that the best thing I can do is serve. This is the playbook. Okay, let's kick it off with rule number one, stay in business. Number one rule of entrepreneurship, stay in business. Hmm. I had these grandiose ideas as an entrepreneur, and if I just would have sta- realized that my only goal of today first is to stay in business, then I'll, I'll never fail. Hmm. Because as long as I'm in business, I always all these great companies, including Microsoft, didn't start off the way they were. What they did is they took one day at a time and they made sure they were in business tomorrow. My first goal still today and I run one of the most notable sports agencies in the world. You're the Jerry Maguire. (laughs) (laughs) My goal, literally, every day after I meditate, is what do I need to do today to stay in business tomorrow? Once that's done, everything else is gravy. Mm. And eventually, I know that if I manifest what I desire, I'll evolve into what I'm supposed to do. Rule number two, utilize the power of 64. Productivity is very simple. It's a measurement to me. I actually am productive 64 hours a day. And the reason that I'm productive 64 hours a day, I call it the power of 64, is that I focus in on having twice as many productive hours. So if most people work eight productive hours, I work 16. I then focus in on the efficiencies of those hours to turn the 16 hours to twice as efficient to 32 hours of production. And then I look at the statistical success of what I'm doing to double that to create 64 hours of production. So when people ask me, how do you speak internationally, have your own radio show on CNBC, run a business, have a family of four kids, happy marriage, travel, do all of these things? Well, it's easy because I have 64 hours a day that, that I'm doing things. And it may sound silly, but I've actually changed my life by creating and playing with time. Let me give you some examples of what to do. I take everything... Everything that I do by the minute, hour, day, month, year, and I look at it and I create systems. It may sound a little OCD or anal retentive, but it actually works. So I took, for example, I brush my teeth, floss my teeth, and take Listerine every morning. And I took that and I started realizing that I would daze off and forget what tooth, and it took me an average of six minutes a day. But if I stayed focused in the morning and that small little thing that I do every day, I can save four minutes. Four minutes times seven days was 28 minutes a week, times four weeks in a month was two hours a month, times 12 months was 24 hours that I regained of productivity. All because I stay focused when I brush my teeth, floss my teeth, and take a shot of Listerine. Other things happen. I realize that time is compressed in the morning, so I'm not sure if you can looking at me realize it. I've spent hours of wasted time in the closet wondering what to wear. I sit there in the morning, no matter how late I am, like, oh, that, or I've lost a sock, or I can't find the right belt. And so I learned this little trick that I had when I was five years old, is I lay out my clothes at night. But the challenge is, when I analyzed that, is I didn't want to take away from the time with my children at night. So I incorporated that in laying out my clothes. So I took my girls, and I let them lay out my clothes. So they learned colors and sizes, geography, where things were bought, finance. I did all kinds of type of things. And now my six-year-old son, because I travel a lot, he actually gets excited when I leave because he gets to lay out my clothes. 
And my oldest daughter, who's 17, walks by and tells me, oh, daddy, I, I miss laying out your clothes with you. See how this universal energy has created itself into efficient, effective, statistically successful things in my life that have nothing to do with business. It's a matter of putting energy and creating the habits in performance. Rule number three, transform your possibility into probability. Is that all it takes? Is that all it takes is working harder than anyone else? I, I thought it did, and, and, and I did. I, I made millions of dollars outworking everyone, mm -hmm. but where the key success, and, and it took me about nine months to make everything back, mm -hmm. and where I gained the power that really changed my life was it wasn't just discipline, strategy, and awareness, the action principles that I created. It was actually foundational values, guideposts, and the laws of attraction that allowed me to imagine and utilize my energy in such an efficient manner to manifest what I want. So what it allows me to do is I think of what I want, it could be anything. I think of it, it's a possibility. I imagine it in a certain way, I become inspired. And inspiration is awesome because it mathematically takes your possibility and makes it a probability. And that's now where the action takes place is that probability has only one thing in its way, you. So you need to take action to make your probability your reality or your perspective. Rule number four, give, give, give. I believe it's a human nature to give and to make a difference in the world. But like everything else we desire, we get in our own way and we always don't know how to do it and where to begin. It's very simple to be happy and I know everyone here wants to be happy. The easiest way to be happy is to give. If you give, you not only make yourself happy, but those who receive happy, and even exponentially, those who witness the giving are happy. Rule number five, be able to say no. Another thing that you've said that I think is really powerful is we are made by our nose. What do you mean by that? Uh, along with the 25 no uh, opportunity is that we're also made by the people that we say no to. Um, and so, sometimes in you, we've, we're asked a lot by family, friends, associates, community, we have to be able to say no. Um, now, along with my how philosophy, people say, well, how is that in con you know, in co not in conflict with how? Well, because I can say no to you, but I challenge myself to be of service. So if I can help you, who can I find to help you? Part of my business model is an extreme channel of understanding how many requests are made of me and what I can and can't do, my capabilities, and being able to have resources to help other people as well. Mm -hmm. So people ask to borrow money from me all the time, right? The Instagram, you, you probably have it on yours. Hey, you're a service, man. You're the most, look, more than happy to help you find out. How, you don't need a loan from me. I'm not a bank, but I can show you 20 different ways that you can get to the, your, your objective without me giving you a mm -hmm. handout. And the worst thing you can do is try to please everybody and say yes to everybody. You're made by the people you say no to. Rule number six, ask and attract daily. For somebody out there watching this that might wanna like build their network to build their business, what would be David Meltzer's like top three tips to being an effective networker, an effective human connector, going from not knowing anybody to building a contact list? It's four things. You need to break it down into the four realms of networking. You can network in person, you can network on the phone, you can network via email, and you can network via social media. Then when you break it down into a strategic point that every day, everyone out there, you wanna be a huge networker, 
doesn't take long. Every day, stay focused and ask or attract, meaning ask somebody for help or tell somebody something that attracts them to want to help you. Right. Just one person in person, one person on the phone, one person via email, and one person via social media. If every day, every day, consistently, persistently in the pursuit of your potential, enjoy it, at the end, of one week, you would have asked and attract 28 people. At the end of one month, 112 people. You wanna change your position in life? Ask and attract 112 people a month? Trust me, your life will change quickly, especially if you're asking and attracting and doing, being more interested than interesting and doing the right things to strategically say, I'm gonna ask and attract people worth more than $10 million, 28 of them a week, 112 of them a month, your life will change. Because guess what people like to do? help other people. It makes them feel good. Right. Just ask and attract. Rule number seven, think about plateaus, not peaks. One of the common things when we have our ego in the way is this idea of void shortages and obstacles. So success comes in peaks. Well, it did for me for a long time. And one of the greatest things that happened from success is we get immediate fear, right? Cheeky all of a sudden gets on my shoulder. Oh shit, one, I'm not worthy of everything I have. Two, I can't keep continue doing this in the way that we do in the succession plan. I'm really not as good as they think I am. There's all these fear, false evidence appearing real in our lives. So the first thing to do in a succession plan that, that I do is think about plateaus, not peaks. Like literally change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Because I was always a peak guy. And my life, it was aligned with that, right? Multi-millionaire, completely bankrupt. Multi-millionaire, plateau, right? Plateau, then peak, plateau, then peak. So the first thing is mentally change the way you look at your business is not of end of the quarter, end of the year, and right? Detach yourself from the outcome, focus in on the things that got you there and continue doing those well and then peak. Rule number eight, have gratitude. Last summer, I had the opportunity to watch Dave speak. And one of the people in the audience at the very end asked if there was only one thing that we should do, like as entrepreneurs, you know, we have good days, we have bad days. We don't know which is which until sometime way down the line because we don't know what, what will make it the experience. But the question was, if there was only one piece of advice that you would give an entrepreneur to turn things around, what is it? And Dave said, Thank you. He said, come from a place of gratitude. Can you share what that means? Because it had a profound impact on my life. Yeah, you know, it's very, very interesting that two simple words can change everything in your life. Yeah. And so what gratitude does in the two words of thank you is it changes your perspective of the past. You know, this idea of successive events mm -hmm. comes from the idea that, oh, thank goodness that happened to me. Right. But for that happening, I wouldn't be here in the present. Yeah. Now, gratitude takes another step by being thankful of the present. What we do is we start imagining the future in a much more positive way, which what? By taking the appropriate actions allows us to manifest that probability mm -hmm. right into our reality. So gratitude is the key to success. Rule number nine, trust the universe. When I take something, when I oversell you, back-end sell you, or sell you it all and take from you, I've created a void that I have to fill. And I don't work as efficiently or effectively or statistically successful as the universe does. Once you shift the paradigm and trust the universe, you can realize that the best thing I can do is serve. How can I provide value? How can I change the world? Because the minute I give, the minute I give, I've created a void for the universe to fill. 
not for me. And I know the universe is the most efficient, most effective, and most statistically successful thing in the, in the world. So that when I create a void with the right intentions, thought, and truth, it's gonna come to me at the right way at the perfect time. It's gonna come right back to me rapidly and accurately. When I create the void on the side of truth, instead of scarcity, when I create it on the abundant side of things, it's gonna to come to me tenfold. And rule number 10, the last one before a very special bonus clip is ask yourself what you want. Hours mean nothing. It's what we do with those hours. And we have two constants in our life. The first constant in our life is us. We're the only ones, we're the common denominator of everything in our life. The second constant is we all are given 24 hours a day. Based off of a clock in Switzerland, everybody has 24 hours a day. So whether you think you're working, or you're writing, or you're meditating, or you're sleeping, what if I changed and shifted the paradigm of my focus on hours? How could I adjust this productive quotient that I came up with? And so the first question that I ask is, what's the problem? And the problem is, nobody knows what they want. That's the biggest problem. Who here, right? Who here wants no mortgage? Right? Who here wants a Ferrari? Right? Who, but who thinks about what we want? Who here wants to be happy? Right? I travel around the world, thousands of people, and everybody tells me I want to be happy. How much time do you ask yourself during the day, what's going to make me happy?